Adrian got a chance to be a pharmacist and go into the retail side of the business, which was new to me as I didn't know that the retail business side of the pharmacy was looked down upon, but it makes a little bit of sense that they're just kind of filling scription or prescriptions and scripts to push them out. And it's a business just the same on the retail side is insurance and filling out forms and has really become a bogged down uh, aspect of, of the business. And Adrian was able to take it and pivot a little bit differently. You are listening to the Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Harris. And when I'm not hosting this podcast, I'm the founder of an award-winning real estate investment firm and actively investing in commercial real estate all over the country. This show allows me to interview, dive deeper, and deconstruct many passive wealth principles, not just from investing, but tactics, strategies, and many fascinating ways in which people have achieved levels of passive wealth. Through my nearly 20-year career as a professional investor, I've built an amazing network of people and come across some super savvy investors. Not only do they have a unique stance on the marketplace, but look at the same problems we all face and many times have come up with a simple but unconventional approach to solving them. This is why I'm so excited for this podcast. It allows me to unpack and have a more in-depth conversations with these special guests. Selfishly, it's a platform where I get to ask the questions that would never come up in a normal conversation, and I get a chance to learn and dissect their best strategies, and you get to be a part of that process as well. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversations, and these amazing Passive Wealth Principle Lessons. Welcome to Passive Wealth Principles. I'm your host, Jake Harris. This is one of those What I Learned episodes with Adrian Akay. Adrian is a fantastic dude. He is someone I met uh, several months ago on a Zoom call uh, for, through a mastermind community I'm a part of. And then not only that, I got a chance to spend some time with him in person. We spent several days together down in Atlanta. And the the way that he brings his energy in person is uh, been embodied into the his uh, full episode. And so Adrian is uh, born in Philadelphia, a Philly boy, and from a very, very large family from Syria descent and Damascus descent. And his family started immigrating over from Syria. And now he's got something. And I look here, I think he said something like 130 cousins and family and aunts and uncles all in the Philadelphia area. And so, you know, growing up in this very, you know, dynamic family uh, connection in the United States, but then his parents wanted him to also understand the roots and the family origin in which he came back from. He was able to spend some time and go back to Damascus and uh, learn Arabic in uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. And he developed all these friends. And one of the big things that I think was very impactful and what I learned from him was how being exposed to different cultures also created an opportunity to think in 
in a different mindset. It's not just about the American lifestyle, the American way of living, and that the people in Damascus live differently. It's not about the hustle of making more money, but it was actually connecting with other people and developing their kind of social circles. And that worked really, really well for, for Adrian as he's a very personable and gregarious individual. And so he loved the fact that he got to go make more friends and connect up with people. And so that just became a little bit of a seed of a nugget that was helping to develop in his makeup of who he was. Well, as his parents were immigrants, he was born in the United States, but his, his parents as being immigrants, they were encouraging him and their kids to get into the kind of these professional jobs, become a doctor, become a lawyer, become an engineer or one of those aspects. And I kind of joked with them a little bit about that and that he became a pharmacist as still of a, as a doctor kind of uh, career. His brother became a, uh, a lawyer and his other brother is in uh, financial services and uh, some risk management. So I just find that interesting that that's a, like I joked about that that's what immigrant parents would encourage their, their kids to do. And each one of their kids kind of almost went into that. But it was an evolution that he has from his mindset. What was very, very interesting as well is that in undergrad, as he was studying, he wanted to be a doctor. He likes helping people. And that's oftentimes a lot of people that I have met that were or are doctors is that they really do enjoy helping people. They want to help people. It's also a, a financially rewarding career oftentimes that you can make a high income job. Many people get disillusioned or they become doctors as they then struggle with how much of business and insurance is, is things are crunching down on that society and it's not allowing you to help individuals as a whole. And so then they actually have this like, I don't like being a doctor because I'm dealing with paperwork and filling out insurance forms. And uh, it's just much different than they maybe thought it was going to be being as a doctor. Are you guys enjoying the show so far? Look, two of the most common questions I get asked are, where can I find good deals to invest into? And is it possible to invest alongside of our deals as a passive investor? So my team and I wanted to put together an insider list where you can get first access to investment opportunities, due diligence resources, and best practices for those interested in investing passively into deals like the ones we talk about on the show. Those deals are mostly in the commercial real estate space, but I oftentimes get exclusive access to deals of people like the guests on my show. If those deals pass our criteria, we pass them on to those on the list. To gain access to this insider list, all you have to do is go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. We also host events, dinners, and give away VIP access to events that I'm speaking at or attending. Once again, it's www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. For those that are serious about passive wealth building, we'll see you on the inside. Now, back to the show. 
Adrian got a chance to be a, a pharmacist and go into the retail side of the business, which was new to me as I didn't know that the retail business side of the pharmacy was looked down upon, but it makes a little bit of sense that they're just kind of filling scription or prescriptions and scripts to push them out. And it's a business just the same on the retail side is insurance and filling out forms and has really become a bogged down uh, aspect of, of the business. And Adrian was able to take it and pivot a little bit differently. And he says, he calls it a triangle as far as the doctor and the pharmacist and the patient. And none of them are even talking or communicating to each other. And so he was able to say, hey, how can I actually reinvent this or reconnect this and focus on the individual first and foremost? And so when he took that, he was able to take and build his pharmacy practice off of the, the systems of learning of the retail side of the business, and then now leverage that into taking care and servicing the client first and foremost. And as he was able to do that, it really allowed his business and his own pharmacy to grow. And then he was able to leverage that into some relationships and something technical. And I don't know the, the nuances between a 340B, you know, of a pharmacy and a healthcare center and how they connect up with the other things. But obviously being and working in that space, Adrian was obviously able to understand the opportunities in that. And he was able to start developing some communication systems that focused on the client, but also connected the dots and the documentations and the compliance things related to communicating with the doctor and the hospital and, and the medicine, the prescriptions. And it was able to give a much higher, higher level of satisfaction to the end consumer. And I see that again and again and again is that people are working within an existing industry and then seeing where there's opportunities. That sometimes as an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur is just someone that is innovating within an existing business. And there's sometimes that are people that are entrepreneurs that go out and start their own business to address and service those problems. And so like I believe that being a high income earner going into a professional W2 job can be very, very beneficial. It gives you a lot of, of benefits of making a high level amount of money working within an established system. And then it helps you identify like, oh, wow, look at all these opportunities that exist within the existing business that I can maybe service and, and take care of in a different way. Adrian developed a business around that. That pharmacy's grown, grown to multiple locations and 68 employees. But and, and even through that evolution, is he was allured into the the medical field by and, and there's a pharmacist because I got a lot of vacation. And I was going to make a lot of money. As he got into being a business owner, he realized after five years of not one vacation, and the, the fact is that he was over and over and over again, always thinking about his business. 100% of the time you wake up in the middle of the night with an idea for your business or the thing that you didn't do. And so what I believe was this is a common problem or challenge for most people that as business owners, there is no shutting off of your mindset. He was able to leverage that high income earning position to start investing into real estate. He invested into real estate and it was really Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quad 
quadrant that took him from being an E an employee to an S to self-employed to B to a business owner and now to an investor. And so as he's worked through that quadrant, he has been able to facilitate those things and every single one of his things into his life. And it's freed up more of his time as he's moved from each one of those different categories. And I think that's important to understand is how do you move from each one of those quadrants? That's what Adrian dives into more of his story and why I think it's so very, very impactful. I also, we talked about a little bit about Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the systems and understanding and studying and how it mimics a lot of things in life. How you show up on the mat often is how you're showing up in life and it can evolve and change where you're in different seasons of your life. You're going to also be in different seasons in the way you, the activities that you may show up on the mat in doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And, you know, that is such a amazing outlet creating hobbies, thinking of things in more of a whole life uh, millionaire status, becoming an investor, claiming and reclaiming a lot of your time becomes more and more important for you. And that's obviously one of the core components of passive wealth principles is like, what is it that Adrian has done what and how has he leveraged some of these opportunities of growing his business to now free up more and more of his time? I love this episode. It's fantastic. I love Adrian. He's one of those people that I know I'm going to spend a lot of time with over the years. And I think this is an opportunity for you to go check out the full episode, hear more of the inner workings of understandings of how he was able to grow that business, how he was able to scale that, and some of the lessons that he had to learn, maybe a little bit the hard way, and hopefully some of the lessons, some of the books, and some recommendations that he mentions in that full episode will allow you to shortcut your path to becoming more free and exchanging your money for more time. Again, this is another episode of Passive Wealth Principles, what I learned, and I look forward to you in connecting up again soon. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If the episode made you think of someone, go ahead and take a screenshot and share this episode with them. You can tag us or find us as a podcast at Catch Knives or me personally at Jake.RealEstate. For those investors that are listening to this and want to be able to take advantage of distressed investing opportunities, a perfect place to start is my best-selling book, which also happens to be called Catching Knives. It's a full breakdown and guide on how I and many of my partners take advantage of opportunities in distressed commercial real estate. Go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and grab the book there as there's a few book bonuses that I know you'll love. Once again, www.catchkniveswithans.com. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.